You are now listening to the Wiser Words podcast. Hey everyone, welcome back. So I'm here today with Amber from Patient and Louis from Tesco. And we're here today to talk about how to get into UX, their journeys, how to shape your portfolio, how to navigate around recruiters, um, and lots of other little tips. Um, so we're going to start with a few introductions. So welcome, Louis. Hey, how are you doing? Good. So what has been your journey into UX? I've had a bit of a weird journey. So I started out, probably most relevant experience was being a content strategist. Um, I was a content strategist for a number of years. Uh, I worked at the likes of BBC, Bloomberg and SoundCloud. Um, I was actually made redundant from SoundCloud after they had a uh, huge round of cuts and um, went to General Assembly because I'd always had this desire to get into UX design. Um, but no one could really see me being a UX designer having had this content strategy experience. So I went and got this... Um, uh, d did this General Assembly course and um, subsequently got a few roles out of it. Yeah, awesome. And Amber, what about yourself? I know you've uh, had an interesting journey as well. Yes, um, I've had quite an interesting journey. So um, I went to university um, at the University of Sussex to study media practice. And just before my third year, I had to take a break mm -hmm. and I came to London. And um, my partner, Philip, he was training me up to be a UX designer. Because um, this is just before General Assembly was becoming a really big thing, so it's about yeah. 2015 sort yeah. of thing. And um, like I do a lot of interviews and I didn't have enough experience or enough work in my portfolio. So I did an apprenticeship with Tech City London. I got two distinction stars wow. sort of thing. They um, helped to mentor me and shape me into a good candidate for interviews. Um, and last year I put my work onto The Dots and the founder of The Dots um, like I don't want to call it retweeted, but she like republished my work on it. Yeah. And um, two weeks later, patient messaged me if I was looking yeah. for work. Yeah, amazing. And now you're living the dream. Yes. In health tech. Yeah, no, it's, really, it's really dream. good. Like, yes, an absolute ideal role. So it might be good to start with you, Amber, actually. So um, in terms of your, your journey into UX and that whole transition from thinking about UX, yeah. getting getting trained up by obviously Part and Philip, looking at courses, what would you say was the number one reason why you got a junior role at Patient? Like, was it your portfolio? Was it your approach to interviews? Um, I guess it was my, my portfolio. Mm. Um, I had ta tailored it to be quite minimalistic, so I showed like my best work. Yeah. And just before I put my work onto the dots, um, this wonderful person I found on LinkedIn called Michael Root. Rocco? Michael Rocco. Rocco. Yeah. He does um, you and I. Yeah, and he's great. I went to his um, his uh, UI course. Yeah. Amazing. Then I went to the UX course. Amazing. And it gave me that confidence yeah. that I needed because yeah. I was lacking confidence. Because I go to the interviews and I'd be like, oh, yeah. um, and I wasn't very sure myself. I yeah. couldn't sell myself. So do you think in interviewing is actually a skill, isn't it? Yes. So in terms of, uh, so do you, and it'd be great to get your advice on this, Louis, as mm -hmm. well. So like a junior approaching the market for the first time, say they're three years out of university, yeah. um, they want to get into UX, they've done a few, uh, they got their, I don't know, they got a job after uni through word of mouth, they do an interview. What advice would you give someone going into an interview? Read as much yeah. as possible, learn as, like YouTube. I learn mm. so much from YouTube videos. I watch a lot of TED Talks, so I see yeah. how people approach a situation and how they address the situation. And then you read Medium posts sure. as well. Like, I learned so much from that. Yeah. What about like actual soft skills? Like, do you think 
they they're teachable in an interview process. So like actually maybe staging an interview before your interview. Definitely, definitely. Um, so one thing that I, I suppose I was quite lucky um, being a content strategist previously because mm. part of what I was doing was presenting back. Um, to various different stakeholders, which is something you have to do quite a lot as a UX designer and product designer. Sure. Um, so yeah, soft skills are a key. It's being able to um, talk about what you did, how you got to the yep. solution, what the problems were. Did you have to? Did you come up against any sort of challenges that mm -hmm. you had to navigate around? Um, yep. Yeah, Absolutely. I think, and ultimately, I agree. telling the story as well. Yeah, and I think that should reflect on your portfolio as well. Yeah. And. Um, I know you're, you two are big advocates of this, but I think a portfolio should be how you've done it, why you've done it, and sort of key KPIs. Mm -hmm. So, for example, um, say you've got three um, case studies. Yeah. Each case study's got how you've solved the problem, but why you've done each part of the process. Yes. So, for example, you've gone from uh, user flows to wireframes, just a random example. But like, it'd be great if you can see why you've gone on to wireframing, yeah. why you haven't gone on straight onto prototyping. Yeah. And it really sort of helps the design, uh, the, the manager, um, the hiring manager, get inside your brain a little bit more. You know and then the KPIs are for like business metrics. So at the end of the day, you hired as UX designer to increase uh, like business profits or revenue. So like being able to prove that is is actually really important. Mm -hmm. No, that's that's really good. Like mm. um, there's a big trend on Dribble at the moment is showing a polished UI element. Mm -hmm. So like one screen on a pretty iPhone, which is great, but yeah. you don't understand how do they get to that problem. Yeah. When you can show your working, your thinking, your thought process, sure. although you might not have any relevant experience or you've like worked for a couple of non-profits on the side, you can show that you've got the thinking, you've got the thought process, you can do this yeah, sort of thing, especially as a junior role sort of thing. Uh, yeah, no, no, I, I fully agree. So that, that brings you on to my next question, um, product design versus UX. So I know your job title is UX mm -hmm. design, and I know, Amber, your job title yeah. is product design. So someone that's done a university course uh, um, who, who doesn't really maybe understand, should they go for a UX course, uh, UX role or product design role? What advice would you would you give them starting with Amber? Um, I guess coming from my experience, I've got like other roles in like graphic design as well. So I guess that sort of helped me with that. Yeah. But um, I guess with UX, it's as a junior, it can be a bit harder to get into to think of your thinking process because if yeah. you don't do the case studies. The hiring manager doesn't understand, well, how are you going to be able to create a great user experience? How can mm. you do the research? How can you think about sure. how are they going to click on that button? Yeah. With the product design, you can show, oh, I can do graphics, I can do thinking, I can do this. It's about how you present yourself yeah. and how you set yourself yeah, apart from absolutely. the rest. Mm -hmm. what, yeah, absolutely. Or sure. Have you got any? Uh, well, I think, personally, I think you, the role of a UX designer is probably a bit archaic and I think that's mm. going to generally yep. be phased out in the future. I think we're going to be more product designers and I think service design as well is going to become more yep. prevalent. Um, so, I mean, there's nothing saying that you couldn't be a UX designer. One thing I would recommend is um, look at companies that you're interested in. Um, is it an agency? Is it client side or whatever? Yep. And see how they tackle the problems and see how they structure certain things and you'll see very, fairly quickly, whether they need a product designer or whether they need a UX designer or a UI sure. designer or something like that. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, yeah, that would be... No, no, I, I fully agree. I think there's still a lot of companies who need specialist UX. Yeah. Um, and it's it's interesting that some companies have UX, then they'll have UI, then they'll have development, or, sorry, research, then they'll have, like, UX designers, UI designers, devs. 
and then some companies will combine those three into one and it's yeah. mainly startups which do yes. that but as a ju- as a junior i think there's two ben- there's there's a pros and cons for going in as a product designer for companies who maybe don't understand design fully i.e. startups because i find if you're doing three jobs in one that is that, that can cause burnout and um, that can cause stress and that can cause like unneeded like stress especially when you're like building your career but then on the other hand I was thinking about this the other day it, the benefits are you learn a lot mm-hmm. so you're like a generalist but then you then you can become specialist if you go specialist first it's hard to then become like generalist yeah. do you know what I mean so yeah. that's yeah. kind of like me and my role at the moment yeah. um, I was hired back in June and um, a month later my manager left for another company yeah. so I'm kind of doing her work and my work sure. with the help of my manager as well sure so are you the sole product designer at Patient? Um, in theory yes I am okay. um, I was hired back in June yeah. um, under the um, I guess influence that I would be trained and I'd work alongside my manager. Mm-hmm. Um, my manager got sick and she left, unfortunately, okay. for another yep. company. Um, and it was a very stressful yeah, six months imagine, yeah. sort of thing. Um, and how and did you deal with? How did you deal with? You know, month in, still relatively new in your career, because I can get them. I'm, there's a lot of people out there who will be feeling the same. Like, how did, did you go to a mentor to learn or? Um, so I consulted a lot with my partner. Yeah. Um, and um, I, side note, uh, um, for about six months I was out of work for mental health okay. sort yep. of thing. Um, and I was really worried that it was going to cause me another burnout and yeah. breakdown and sure. sort of thing. But um, with the help of Philip and talking to my manager yeah. and him supporting me as much okay. as he can. Because he's very busy because he's head of all of the design. Yeah. Sort of says art director i don't know yeah like, yeah art director creative director yeah Yeah, like he's head of everything so if something goes mm-hmm. wrong it's his fault and um then when she when my manager left um i had then had to build my relationship with the dev teams very quickly yep. pick up projects that i had no idea what was going on mm. and there was about two months where things were a bit yeah it's amazing because um i uh, the benefits i see there is you've learned you've learned a lot you've years yeah. of other teams but then as as in, like creatives, you're naturally like more curious, empathetic, and you feel things more, yeah. don't you? So if you can balance that without burning out and yeah. keeping yourself healthy mentally, that's probably a really good like really good um, thing for your yeah. career. Like having a support network as 100, well. Yeah, one hundred percent. That's really important. And like reaching out to like your doctor yeah. if you're struggling, awesome. sort of thing. Yeah. Mental health is so important. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Yeah. hundred percent agree. So um. So like talking about mental health, um, when you posted on LinkedIn about your burnout when you mm, went to America, I yeah. could not relate to that. Yeah, like, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, I could speak about mental health for hours, but yeah, I think um, as a as a junior, I think it's really important that you not even a junior actually, when you're finding a new role, there's three pillars I like to speak about. It's career progression, mm-hmm. yeah. values because you know you want to feel fulfilled going to work every day and also health and well-being health and well-being is uh can be you know who you're around uh the space is actually really important as well like are you in a creative space or you in a boring space lighting etc um and work flexible working work from home um some people are morning people so like let them come in at seven till four for example some people are evening and they want to come from like 12 till eight like a lot of developers i know like that um so yeah it's, it's definitely definitely really important isn't it mm-hmm. um so yeah moving forward in terms of 
the three key things and the three key advice you'd uh, piece of advice you'd give someone, what would you say is the number one? Moving like if think about UX to get in their first role to to someone starting out completely afresh. Yeah. Uh, cool. um, the passion will carry you through if you've <laughs> if you've really got it because yeah. it, it is tricky at first um, mm -hmm. because you're an unknown quantity and people just uh, sure. there are a lot of people out there doing courses like I did like General mm -hmm. Assembly or Makers Academy or what have you. Yeah. Um, so I would say play to your strengths where possible and also try and um, just don't give up. Yeah. Like really don't give up. For M sure. Make it have like, that grit. Take, take advantage of your network, talk to people, see what mm. other people are doing, um, and just, just keep going, just keep yeah. learning and reading. Medium's a great place, I completely mm. agree with that. So. Yeah, absolutely. And out of interest, what would you say the best courses are out there? Uh, <laughs> well, I'm paid to say yeah, general. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's a good. There's a few. There's a few really good courses out there. General Assembly, Red Academy. Um, I find General Assembly and Red Academy are great for people who can take out time. Or yeah. they've got the one week. They have got the one week and the part-time courses. If you want to do the immersive course, it's great. Um, but they also, I think you need to have three months out, don't you? It's three months immersive course. There's Interaction Design Foundation. You can do online courses. Yeah. Which I'm, I'm, you, with, I'm with them. It's like a community, which I really like. It's, you know, there's, there's meetups, there's forums, there's really good content from like mm. great authors, um, professors of, of computer science, like really top guys. Yeah. And it's £100 a year. Like it's dirt cheap. Um, and then you've got, uh, you know, the others like LinkedIn learning or that kind of stuff. But I think if you are wanting to get into the, the industry quickly, GA, Career Foundry, Red Academy are great. Interaction Design Foundation is like an online learning, um, an on like going yeah. resource that you can use even when you are in the industry. Mm -hmm. I would say yeah. like Udemy is great, but I just feel yeah. like what they produce isn't good enough okay. sort of thing. And I'd say as well, like YouTube is invaluable. Really? It's, it's Who's free. Who's the top YouTubers that, that would you? I can't think of the top of really? my head yeah. sort of thing, but there is so many amazing YouTubers on there that you can just learn from. Yeah, yeah. Medium, you can learn mm. from. Medium's great. Following people who are really good in the industry and yeah. seeing how they make their things, just reading how they learn, mm. how they create, even watching just my partner yep. creating yeah, his yeah. wireframes, listening to him mm. on the standouts of these companies in sure. America. It's just amazing. And mm. if you're like 16 to 25, yeah. Doing a, I highly recommend doing apprenticeship. an apprenticeship okay. because you get on the job training and yep. you learn. Yeah, 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 it's yeah. not great wage, yeah. but there's not that pressure on you. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Sort of thing. I for highly sure. recommend that as well. So, yeah, so like great, good education to get into the industry. I would say number two would be find a good mentor. Yes. Mm -hmm. um, have you both had mentors? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, quite a few. What are the benefits of mentors, do you think, especially in UX? Uh, well, the benefit that I've had with a mentor is they give you that outsider's perspective from mm. um, uh, like a practiced yeah. opinion as well. Sure. So um, quite often when you're doing UX and I imagine with product design as well, um, you you will show your solutions to people that know design or yeah. know how to write code or what have you. Whereas sometimes you need to test it with people that don't necessarily know what's going on for it sure. to make sense. Um, whereas I think you can do that with you know your significant other, mm -hmm. your mom, something like that. Uh, a mentor gives you that depth, yep. so they'll yes. have a, uh, a kind of breadth of knowledge um, mm. that they've built up over a number of years, or sure. 
they've worked at numerous different interesting places that have numerous different methods that you can apply that you may just not know of or yeah. wouldn't have thought of. Yeah, absolutely. What about yourself? Like when you're, I know you've had a few mentors as well. What's, yeah. Would you add anything to that? Um, everything yeah, it's that so, Louis yeah, said and um, just reaching out to the right people because yeah, there can okay. be people who say, oh, I want to mentor juniors, but you just don't have that right fit. Sure. Get to know them. And if it's yeah. not working out, yeah. don't feel pressured to stay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think the key thing about finding a mentor is don't necessarily look at someone that's been in the industry for like 25 years and is yeah. director yeah. of UX. If you want to get into UX, reaching out to people who've just got into UX, like, like in one or positions. two years. Yeah, mm-hmm. like one or two years experience, and they can guide you through the interview process a lot more efficiently than someone actually at director of UX level. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. you've done that, you've, you've been there, you've been in front of people you've interviewed, etc. So that's probably a big tip. And then like another tip would be um, you have to make equal effort with your mentor. So... Yeah reach out to them of course and then meet them face to face buy them a coffee mm-hmm. blah 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 and when they set you like maybe a task or, not, or homework or such make sure you do it make sure you do your research make sure you're efficient make sure you keep in contact with them yeah, yeah. Um, and what about paid mentoring like would you pay for a UX mentor as a, it's, it's a tough one, isn't it? Because there's a whole thing about, there's a lot of seniors who love to mentor, but they're also very busy. So if maybe if you paid a mentor, they would take time out more. I, I personally don't think you should pay for a mentor. If you're a junior, I think getting as much advice as possible is great, but yeah. you aren't in that position to be able to pay yeah, for somebody. Exactly. Yeah. If you're 30 years old and switching careers, then maybe yeah. pay for somebody because yeah. you've probably then got responsibilities and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure. Sort of thing. It, yeah, and for sure. If you if you can train up five juniors, that'll look great, you know? Yeah, absolutely. For yourself. Okay. No, I completely agree yeah. with that. And I also think there are so many resources out there yeah. that you don't necessarily need to pay for it. Yeah, I mean, exactly. we've, we've only sort of scratched the surface. Yeah. Um, just no, like, look, look at your um, Slack channel. Yeah. yeah. Sort of thing. Like, yeah, even just yeah, following yeah. you on LinkTeen, I learn so much. Yeah. And then I see people who comment, follow them, yeah. connect with them. It's just... Yeah, absolutely. I think LinkedIn's a great resource. So good. Mm-hmm. It's such a good resource to, like... Everyone... Um, a lot of people think it's all about recruitment, finding jobs, but I don't think it is. It's, it's about being part of a community connecting with people who are like-minded and take your relationships online, offline. Like, yeah. like even this, yeah. it's like meeting up as a three, it's like really good to bounce off ideas. It's yeah. a lot, you'd get a lot more out of it than you would on a Slack group. Yeah. Yes. The Slack group is there to facilitate conversations. Take, take, your, take your online relationships offline. It's, it's really pivotal because you, you build relationships and those relationships down the line, say in five years time, you, they could be in a hiring position or they could be in a role where you can introduce them to some way. Relationships are all about long-term build. Um, so that's how, I, that's how I've got my, well, not success, but that's how I've built a community over time is, yeah. is actually taking the time to meet people and not just relying on LinkedIn to get likes and shares and comments because that really doesn't mean anything if you're not making impact on someone's life. No, and also adding that real-life connection yeah. as well because yeah. everyone on Slack is a keyboard warrior. They'll say what they yeah, think. They're very, is, they're very mean and direct. Yeah, and I think Slack is Slack's, Slack's great, but you can't be human connection. No. Um, my, my next question would be around salary. Like, obviously, let's talk about ranges. We're not going to talk about how much people are on, etc. There's this whole thing about juniors uh, 
people come into the industry. So you've got two distinct types of junior UXs, as I like to say. You've got career changer, career changers where they've come from a senior background, they they used to being on my money, they've got a lifestyle, they can offer more commercial and business acumen, and then you've got some fresh out of university. When you come out of a general assembly course or career foundry or what or any of those boot camps, I do find that those candidates are wanting more than university graduates. Yeah. yeah. What advice would you give someone that's come? Cause Louis, obviously you've been a career changer. <clears throat> yeah. What advice would you give someone who's been on slightly more like uh, money to be humble and? Well, yeah. <laughs> you just answered that. Yeah. yeah you've got to be humble. Um, the fact is, you yeah, you know, you were senior in in one mm. career path, but now you've changed it. So you're effectively starting at the bottom. Yeah, and you need to gain that experience. And there just are things that you don't necessarily learn from boot camps that you go into a junior role and experience. Mm -hmm. um, and I think, um, well, I mean, you're super lucky, and it, it's you know, it's not like it doesn't happen where you can get into a role and the salary isn't actually that different. Mm. But I think majority of the time you will go into a new role and it will be less than what you were originally on um agreed and i think you just have to bite the bullet and just do it because yeah. if you really are passionate about it and you know that's what you want to do you'll you'll advance yeah. quickly yeah um, absolutely and in ux and product design and design basically the digital world you can earn a lot of money very quickly yeah so um yeah remain humble but when you're looking for a new role they don't just think of money. Think of like career, like career progression. Absolutely. Who you can be working for? What's the product? Is it end to end? Is it a good portfolio builder? Yeah. And look at the overall package. Don't look at the salary as well. You know, some benefits packages are really good out there, especially with this whole contract versus perm. Even juniors, you need to get them in good, solid foundations, two three years to do that. You need to entice people with different packages and that kind of definitely, stuff. Definitely. Um, how did you navigate your salary? Uh, I said I want 100k minimum. No. <laughs> yeah, I wish. I wish. That's the US. Yeah. That's the UK. Yeah. No, well, I used recruiters mostly. Yeah. So they did most of the hard negotiating. Yeah, yeah fair, fair play. What about yourself? How did you. I find did... talking about salary like really awkward. Yeah, okay. Sort of things. I, I, yeah. Like I was stuck in a cycle of internships, yeah. paid, unpaid, sort of okay. thing, maximum yeah. £1,000 a month, sort wow. of thing. And then when. Um, the recruiter for patient reached out to me. She was like, you know, they're looking for this. It wasn't mm. as much as what I'd hoped, but it's better than what I was getting before. Sort yeah, of sure. thing. And I feel like because I'm so junior, mm. I have to work to earn my money. But mm. there's a lot of people who go to UX, they see that people are earning £600 a day, yeah. $150,000. They go, yeah. oh, I want that. I can do all this. Yeah. And actually, they can't do it. Yeah. But the company are stuck with them until they can find yeah, yeah, a reason to sure. get rid of them. Being humble and working your way and proving yourself. Yeah, mm -hmm. definitely. That is the way to get the money that you yeah. need. Because mm -hmm. a company will hire you yeah. and they will pay you what you want when you've exactly. got that yeah, when industry you make that standard. And, you, and your return on investment in that yeah. company. Yeah, you, you get paid based on the value you bring. Yeah. So, like, start, yeah, I think you're both in yeah, great roles, actually. So, um, But, yeah, so if you were to speak to a junior for 30 seconds, right, and you have to give them a quick bit of advice in 30 seconds... What would you say? Let's start with you, Amber. Um, believe in yourself. Yeah. Like, you can do this. You are worth it. And, yeah. you know, if this is what you think you can do, do it. Don't hold yourself back. I held, I held myself back. You know, Amazing. just don't. Good do stuff. It. What about you, Louis? Uh, well, I'd agree with that. I'd just yeah. say don't give up. Yeah. Um, totally believe in yourself. Um, and uh, 
keep going. You know, there will be people that will shoot down your designs yeah. um, or question your thinking or, you know, challenge you at any given point. Mm -hmm. Just just keep going. Yeah, like, don't, just honestly, don't give up. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, like, um, our careers are so long and, you know, the retirement age is only going up, so we're, we're in it for the long term. So, <laughs> yeah, start, start small and just start humble, learn, absorb and you can get wherever you want to be within design so but yeah guys thank you so much it was a it was a great lunch break yeah, thank you and uh, yeah thank you very much